Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Blame It on the Stars, where we give you an inside look on all the things happening in the universe so you can blame your problems on the stars. It is Jade here. And it's Kara. And this week, we've got some changes happening in the astrology. Venus enters Scorpio, another planet ends its retrograde, bringing us a change of pace. But in case you missed it, last week we talked all about Mercury and Libra and how it's bringing balance back into your life in terms of communication. So if you missed out on last week's episode, then you'll definitely want to check it out first before continuing this one. And just to give you a heads up, next week we will be discussing everything that you need to know about Scorpio season. And after a short ad break, we'll get right into it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So before we dive in, it's important to know that both of these transits happen on the same day that Scorpio season begins, but they do start a few hours before. We did not want to take away from the Scorpio season episode, and we wanted to give these two transits their own special moment in case you're checking the dates and you're like, oh, October 23rd, isn't that the day that Scorpio season happens? Yes, but they do happen a few hours before that begins, still in Libra season. So we just wanted to separate them out so Scorpio season can be the star of the show next week. And with that being said, what two, what two transits happen on October 23rd? Let's discuss. The first thing you need to know is Saturn ends its retrograde and stations direct in Aquarius on October 23rd at 12.07 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yes, that's midnight, so if you're on the West Coast and you check and see October 22nd, that's correct. Per usual, the date and time are from the website astroseek.com. What you need to know is that discipline is about to get easier and innovation in technology is back on track. So this might not affect you in the strongest way possible since Saturn is a little bit further away. It's more of an outer planet, but it does impact society. So if we think about Saturn being the planet that rules discipline and it's in Aquarius, which is all about innovation, technology, that's why we notice that innovation's back on track and discipline gets easier. Yeah, so during this time, we might find that we're finding a lot of comfort in structures and routines. Saturn's a very serious planet, has very high expectations. So if you felt like you were kind of struggling to do things the way that they need to be done or to keep some type of organization or to focus on your long-term goals and things like that. Now that Saturn's direct, a lot of those areas of your life will be a little bit more productive. And also, just because this is happening in Aquarius, there are some new things happening with Apple. There's new iOS. There's usually new iPhones and new technology that comes out around this time, which is just another way that we see Saturn stationing direct affecting us yeah 
And why this matters, right? Because we just mentioned Saturn is more of an outer planet. It impacts society more than it impacts you on a personal level. Saturn is a key player in Scorpio season. So Saturn matters more now than ever because the aspects it makes to all these planets in Scorpio will show up in your day-to-day life. It will make an impact. You will notice it during Scorpio season. So you do want to pay attention to Saturn at least during Scorpio season. Now, if you're wondering, though, how long is this going to last? How long is Saturn direct in Aquarius? It's here and it's finishing out its final moments actually in Aquarius. Something you might not know is that this is the last time we will see Saturn in Aquarius. It will actually enter Pisces next year on March 7th of 2023. So... Between now and March 7th of 2023, these are your last moments to make the most out of Saturn in Aquarius, if that means anything to you. Yeah, since we're talking about when Saturn's going to enter Pisces, just know that that's good news if you have a lot of fixed placements in your chart. So that's Taurus, Scorpio, Leo, and Aquarius. If you have planets in those signs in your chart, then you might have really been affected by Saturn in Aquarius and As we just mentioned, we're all going to be feeling it because there's going to be a lot of squares to Saturn during Scorpio season as well. So it's going to be a little bit challenging. We're going to help you get through it, though, and tell you everything you need to know about it. But just know that once we're through Scorpio season, it will get a lot lighter for the fixed signs, at least. One thing for the Capricorn risings and Aquarius risings out there, if you've been struggling a little bit for the past few months your chart ruler was retrograde so capricorn and aquarius risings you'll find it's easy to be your normal disciplined self again now that saturn retrograde is over so enjoy now let's discuss the next thing that happens on this jam-packed day which is venus entering scorpio venus enters scorpio on october 23rd at 3 52 a.m eastern standard time What you need to know is you're about to start valuing privacy more than usual and also valuing deeper relationships, whether that be with your friends, your family. This is about getting to know people for who they really are, getting to know people's secrets, their truths, and this is not a time for surface level connections. This is a time for really understanding people for who they truly are and that is very important yeah so during this time you're definitely going to find yourself wanting to get to know others and have those deep conversations relationships in general whether that's with family or friends they can be complicated but they also can be very fulfilling especially when you find ways to really feel seen and understood so this would be a really good time to focus on the way that you're communicating, but also the way that you're receiving information as well and processing it and holding space for others. And if you're thinking like, wow, this sounds really nice. How long does this last? Venus will be in Scorpio up until November 16th when Venus enters Sagittarius. Venus enters Sagittarius on November 16th at 1.09 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So you have up until then to really get the most out of this Venus in Scorpio energy. Something, though, that you might not know 
is that while this sounds really great, getting to know people for who they really are, being empathetic, all of that sounds nice, but there's a lot of challenges due to some of the aspects that Venus and Scorpio makes. And we'll talk about those key dates that you definitely need to know in just a minute. Another thing that you might not know, too, about Venus and Scorpio is that this is also a really good time for creativity, arts, and music. I've noticed that a lot of artists tend to release music during Venus and Scorpio. I know Taylor Swift has an album coming out fairly soon. I'm sure more people will release music during this time. But since Scorpio is a water sign and Venus deals with creativity, when you put the two together, you do get a really good chance to be creative, to listen to music, to get in your feels and to enjoy it. So certain signs will be more affected than others by Venus and Scorpio. We hinted at this before, but again, it is the fixed sign. So if you have Scorpio placements, and for those of you who are new, by Scorpio placements, we mean sun, moon, rising, Mercury, Venus, or Mars, the personal placements, because the outer planets will affect everyone on a more generational level. But anyways, if you have anything in Scorpio, then Venus will be conjunct your Scorpio placements, really bringing out that artistic energy. And then if you have Taurus placements, then Venus will be opposite those placements. Opposites create a push-pull dynamic and really highlight or illuminate different aspects of your life. In this case, it is about going beneath the surface, getting to know others, and again, it's more of a focus on your social life. For Leo and Aquarius placements, this is a square, so you might experience some challenges and some tensions around this time. And as I said before, all of the mentioned placements, so Scorpio, Taurus, Leo, and Aquarius will be making some type of aspect to Saturn as well. So there's going to be some things going on. If you're wondering how this affects you or you want like a more in-depth analysis on how all of this is happening in the context of your own chart, then definitely book a reading because we'll be able to go more in-depth there. And we'll explain more on how to go about booking a reading later in the episode. Now, Taurus risings are the most likely to find relationships during Venus in Scorpio because it's in your seventh house and Cancer risings are also pretty likely to find relationships during this time because Venus will be in your fifth house of romance. Now, there are certain dates you're definitely going to want to pay attention to. Get out your pen and paper because after a short ad break, we're going to explain the key dates you definitely need to know during Venus and Scorpio. If you're someone like me who can sit and listen to podcasts for hours on end but struggle to keep your focus when actually reading written text, then I have a solution for you. It's a disability-friendly app called Speechify, and it's the only thing getting me, someone with ADHD, through grad school. Speechify is the best text-to-speech app that there is. You can upload any written document, whether it be a news article, long texts from your friends, or my arch nemesis, Harvard Business Review case studies and turn the text into an audio file that you can listen to right from your phone or your computer at your leisure. There's tons of natural human sounding voices to choose from. You can choose what speed you'd like to listen, choose to skip over citations, etc. Giving your text that audiobook like feel. If you're interested in signing up, then I have a discount code for you. Use the code STARS, S-T-A-R-S, for 15% off your order. Link is in the description. Let's begin. Starting off, November 5th 
Venus will be opposite Uranus. Oppositions, as we mentioned, create a push-pull dynamic. They're when the planets are opposite each other in space. And since Venus is the planet of relationships and Uranus is the unexpected, it can create a dynamic where you want a little bit more independence than normal. You want to break free, but you also want the closeness. If you're dealing with that in your relationships, remember that independence is healthy and important. And then on November 7th, Venus will be square Saturn. Again, squares bring about tension. This is going to be a time where it will be really important to set boundaries and make sure that you're taking care of yourself because when Saturn's involved, sometimes we can be really hard on ourselves and Venus is asking us to be kind and be compassionate with yourself on november 10th venus is trying neptune trines our positive aspects and with neptune being very creative venus being very creative this is a great day to get involved in the arts whether that is starting your own artistic project just enjoying going to a museum listening to music i strongly recommend leaving that for november 10th on november 13th venus will be sextile pluto this is a time to be really empathetic and again just embracing that more compassionate energy it can be very healing too and then lastly on november 15th venus is trying jupiter Again, trines are positive aspects, and with this, you can expect to really want to be in the company of others. This is a great time to socialize, to see friends, to connect, and just enjoy again, being around others. But throughout this episode, if anything called your attention and you were like, I want to learn more about how this affects me on a more personal level, then we have an answer for you and that is readings readings are hosted on an app called intro it's an app that allows for facetime style calls you just select who you want the reading with whether it be me jade or cara and we have intervals from as short as 15 minutes to as long as one hour you decide what you want us to talk about there's a section for you to write all of your questions and on the call we'll be able to answer all your burning astrology questions face to face and get you those answers that you are seeking and if you've never booked a reading with us before then you can use the code stars all caps s-t-a-r-s for $20 off your first reading and just a reminder next week is Scorpio season and you need to set an alarm for Monday when that episode comes out because the information that we are going to deliver you in Scorpio season is crucial. It is key. It is so important that you pay attention to this episode. If there's any episode that I suggest you listen to throughout this entire year, it's Scorpio season. And you'll know why next week. But if you want to stay in the loop with us as more things unfold in the stars, then you're going to want to make sure to follow us on social media. We're on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at BLME The Stars. We're also on YouTube, posting YouTube shorts as well as this podcast. If you search Blame It on the Stars podcast on YouTube, we would love it if you subscribed there. That's all for now. And we'll see you all next Monday. Bye. Bye.